Welcome to Keiko Talks, the weekly podcast where conversations about life, hot topics, mental health, and more take center stage. We are your hosts, Caitlin and Courtney Geiger. Together, we explore thought-provoking discussions with an ambient vibe that inspires open and honest dialogue. So sit back, relax, and join us for some insightful conversation that will leave you feeling informed and inspired. Welcome back to Keiko's. Uh, we are back with our second episode of 2024. Yeah, that's interesting to say. Um, and we are excited to be back, like we said in um, our first episode. So we're just going to jump on into this one. Um, today we are talking about the effects of influence. You sound very southern. Hmm? You, southern. you know, I've been a lot lately. You Maybe jump on into this one. <laughs> jump on. Uh, whatever. Anyways, we're going to get into the topic of today, um, which is in the effects of influencer culture. So um, I'll give a little background on how we got to this topic. So basically, I have been taking a break from social media. Courtney has even dabbled into taking breaks from social media, too, for like weeks at a time, maybe even month. And we've also been taking breaks or I personally have been taking a break from um, from listening to music with lyrics. So I've been listening to a lot of like instrumental music or uh, music with very minimal um, lyrics in it. And so listen to jazz. Um, it's not really usually jazz. It's usually like Spanish in nature or um, it's usually like Spanish in nature, honestly, or some Spanish notes. But it's usually it's like on the verge of jazz. Just I don't know if they consider it jazz. Jazz is a really expansive genre. I've realized I thought jazz was like, you know, what Sammy sings. Mm-hmm. Actually, very expansive. No, like, it is. It really like is. Concert, they have I don't like know if Mexican it falls into break. that, though. It was like a Latino band up there. And I was like, what? Hmm. Yeah, but does uh, Hermanoso Gutierrez fall into that, you think? I don't know. I think they fall more into like Latin music, but there was a mm-hmm. Latin band at the jazz concert. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. I was like, what is it? And they were, it had like, um, what are those, those like drums mm-hmm. that they have? Um, mm-hmm. It was like a Caribbean vibe to it as well. And I was like, is jazz like just a catch all now? maybe i don't i mean it has it like very alternative? maybe from what i saw on like if you look them up or whatever it just says like instrumental so that's what i've been calling them mm-hmm. but it, it ha- they have very 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 strong notes of jazz they use a lot of instruments that would be included in your typical jazz genre mm-hmm. um and so I'm, i mean i i don't i wonder if jazz is more of like an american thing so yeah, that's think, maybe well, why jazz is really tied to like it started in the African American community, right? So mm-hmm. it has a really American imper- heavy, imper- yeah, American heavy, African American specifically heavy like mm-hmm. tie to it. Yeah, and it's had different iterations as time has gone on because it's you yeah. know jazz in the twenties wasn't the same as in the fifties and the sixties. Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so maybe that's why it's not called jazz, but it, technically speaking, in our American culture, it would be probably considered jazz. Yeah, yeah, it would be closer to that kind of style of music, I guess. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. just improvisational different types of instruments mm-hmm. occasionally like i'm just looking up now it's like woodwinds as well as piano mm-hmm. um you know occasionally violins and stuff mm-hmm. um and it's almost does like, a guitar fall into woodwinds um, not woodwinds no, um but there is jazz guitar like people play mm-hmm. jazz with guitar so i think jazz, jazz is very open it's like very open mm-hmm. yeah that's fair you know? um yeah that's fair Maybe there are more, I guess, like I said, based on like American culture, they would be considered jazz. Yeah, and it's like, it really, I wouldn't even call it like a sound. I think jazz is more like the Feeling. style you're playing. Like, oh, really? You, it's more like improvisational style. Mm-hmm. Uh, certain, like, they're saying harmonic structures, and it's like, they're really tying it to African American, but it's got like this, like, liveliness, excitement to it, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. Yeah. I, so I don't know if it's like a sound exactly. Yeah, that's fair. There's different types yeah. of sounds. Hmm. There's like bebop, there's swing, Dixieland, pop is somewhat blues is like like all kind of iterations. Anyways, that brings us to Anyways, the point right, was yeah. uh, that I've been listening to music that does not have lyrics, so a form of jazz based off American culture and or instrumentals. So these individuals are typically not American. That's why I'm going to call them instrumental. Um, and so, or excuse me, the artists are not typically American based. So I've been calling them instrumentals, but um, it has had a profound effect. Effect, excuse me, is it effect or effect? Yeah, profound. 
Effect. Effect, yes. Um, On my mental health, I guess, Mm -hmm. um, by taking a break from social media and taking a break from listening to lyrics. Um, And so we're going to talk about that today. Do you want to add anything to that? Because Courtney's also been listening to some of the instrumental music that I've been listening to also, Mm -hmm. um, and also taking breaks from social media, so. Yeah, um, I want to just ditto everything Caitlin said. Also, I've been listening to instrumental, I think, longer than Caitlin has. Um, Probably, yeah. Because I would listen to it, even in high school, I would listen, you know, like on Sundays, I would listen to jazz. And yeah, yeah, to, yeah. Like, while I'm doing my homework and studying. So I've always found instrumental be really and really great for my, when I need to think and I need to be hear my own thoughts, I'm always listening to instrumental music. And I, I would do it with my homework and at the end of high school, college, and then even now when I write, I can't uh-huh. do lyrics. Or if I do lyrics, I've decided I listen to old school country. Strange, weird, huh? right? But like Brenda Wait, Lee. like you take my tractor sexy. No, not that. Because that's not even as old. I go back to like the 50s and 60s. Like, you know the um the TikTok sounds where the ladies like, um, emotions, blah, blah, blah. That's, that's not country, is it? Yeah, it is a country music. Okay, maybe. Or like it's like that kind of like I don't even know what to call it. I don't even think it was pop at the time, but it was like it's like that sad, like slow Mm. kind of music. Music Mm. like I don't know if you know who Brenda Lee is or uh, Peggy Lee. No, baby, I don't know anybody past two thousand. Connie Francis, those people. That's like I listen to. I would sometimes listen to that if I listen to lyrics at all. Mm. Okay, Um, just because it's very slow, very slow. Interesting. Um, Okay. All right, so I guess we'll jump into social media specifically because that has had the greatest effect on our mental health. So uh, what do you think it has been, what is the your top five things? Um, uh, maybe that's not a good question. Okay, so what has been the most, what five things have been the most, um, I guess, fruitful or impactful since your break from social media? I think I I... I mean, obviously, number one, improving my mental, only because mm-hmm. I know I have a real tendency. I'm a social media girly, only because usually I'm, like, sharing some some form of artwork, right? So it's been useful for that. But Or I started doing makeup videos of that, too. But I realized that I had a really bad habit of letting what I see everybody else doing make me feel like I'm not doing enough. Mm. Um, so it was really a comparison thing for me. So that has been really helpful when I just shut it down and I focus on my own lane and what I can do in this moment. It makes me realize that like, I'm not ahead or behind. I'm like where I'm supposed to be. And, um, so that's good. Cause it takes the pressure off of me. I realized that a lot of my self pressure was because I was just seeing other people do these incredible things. Right. So that was, that was helpful. That's number, that's maybe one and two, right? Yeah, because you already said mental health. So. Mental, okay, so that's one too. Um, I think the other thing too is, like I said, with writing, it allows my own space, my own creativity to come up without being influenced. So I can really look at the world around me or I can um, look at other forms of artwork to get inspiration from. Um, case in point, I started reading poetry. Some, you know, well-known poets. And that's been really helpful to think about how to use um how to transmit how to create metaphor and create um emotion in uh word choice basically um and that's something that i can use when i'm writing you know my scripts is you know there's only so many pages you can really have how do i put as much emotion into these words as possible Mm -hmm. um or into the characters as possible how do i create metaphor and and poetry does that so well so I've been, um, that's been really helpful is I'm able to focus on other non-social media related art forms. Um, and so I think that's like four, right? Three or four? Mm, I don't, I don't, I don't remember counting. So I think that's three, but. Okay. Um, and then four, um, I mean, I will say, I mean, I think I just have more physical time like physical time I'm not just sitting scrolling you know what I mean like to do other things like I can get up 
work on the things I know I need to work on, I want to work on, and then go on about my day and mm. not be like, oh, I spent two hours scrolling through Instagram. I didn't waste time today. You know yeah, what I mean? Thanks. That's a big one. <laughs> yeah. Because um, it'll catch you up. Mm-hmm. And um, three hours later. Exactly. Yeah. And um, and I think, okay, the last thing I'll say is I think that it it is it just made me reroute to more positive um and buy me more positive things like i will listen to a podcast now or i'll listen to an audiobook or something mm-hmm. something where if i am using i'm not really using social media i'm using like the internet if that makes sense like i'm using and the internet as like a storage <laughs> system or like a place where you can access information like a book or a so like a resource a resource not just for the social media aspect of it because we forget mm-hmm. that the internet also is started out as like a library mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. now it's yeah. like people forget that the internet is used for that you know facts so. okay good five mm-hmm. what about you um okay let's see um so one thing is I would, uh, uh, first of all, first of all, I agree with everything Courtney's had. So those have also been um, happening in my life, um, except for like the, I guess, like the artsiness of it. And mine is just more practical and like taking care of my animals, doing the things that I need to do. So um, not saying that Courtney's isn't practical, but practical in the sense of like for my life. Right. So that. Um, but to not to not repeat what she already said i will come up with my own um so the first one i would say is okay so i'm going to preface this one by saying am i saying my favorite quote my favorite quote is ignorance is bliss Mm -hmm. ignorance is bliss um and that is my favorite quote because um sometimes not knowing certain things can bring you a level of happiness knowing everything brings you a level of um, like hyper aware, hyper awareness and almost anxiety, right? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so it makes you more cautious and moving in the world. Um, but not, not being on social ma- media has basically kind of made me ignorant to some things. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make me, um, it's making me less, not saying like less cautious, but more adventurous, I guess. Um, so it's like allowed me to try new things um, in the sense of like, you know, I made, it doesn't make me like have to be like I have to stay in the house because there is a lot of negativity on there. There is a lot of like crime on there. There's a lot of a lot going on in the world. Um, so not being privy to that allows me to go out and explore more, right? Instead of being in the house and not doing things. So that's number one. Um, number two, I would say, um, I think being off of social media has made me grateful for what I do have. Um, because I'm not constantly comparing myself to what somebody else has or what somebody else wants or being like, oh, that's a good idea for me. And it's yeah. like, you know, you have to figure out and be confident with you and you to know what you are going to be good at and what you're going to excel, excel or maybe learn from or whatever the case may be and doing that. Right. Um, just because Tom, Dick and Harry are doing it does not mean I have to do it. So that's another thing. Um I think being off of social media has made me more like secure within myself and or like confident within myself because I don't have anybody to compare that to. It's just like, this is Caitlin. This is what I have to offer. And I need to be okay with this before somebody else can be okay with this. So that, uh, what else? Um, I think it has been more like peaceful for, and this is, um, I will preface this by saying like, we have like, and sometimes we were like not doing social media at all, at all. And other times we're just doing it in doses. So I might like get an hour a day. Courtney does maybe two hours a day. Who knows, you know? Um, so like lessening our time on there. Uh, but so yeah, like I going up, I never had um, social media. Well, I had social media. It was my uh, bunny social media or just a page full of like rabbit content or whatever because that's what I was into. Um, and so I... I still um, are. Hmm? I still are. <laughs> Like, just said it. You had to like a change. Uh, they don't need to know that. Anyways, uh, now you got all my business out there, oh, like, girl. Anyways, you um, said it like, well, you know, I was just into that at the time. Like, okay, it has down dubbed. It has uh, downed a lot since adulthood. Anyways, why are you telling my business, bro? Anyways, um, I, the reason why I did that 
in my childhood was because of all the drama that was on Instagram, for example. Um, and so, you know, social media back then was a lot better than it is now. So anyways, I, um, that's kind of why I did that. So my last one would probably be like just being more mindful of the type of social media that I watch. And so I tried to stay off of, um, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, I guess X now, whatever, um, those types of things. And the only ones I really watch are like YouTube and I'll get on Reddit and then I'll, you know, watch a podcast typically through YouTube or something like that. So being more mindful of what I am putting into my mental space and what I'm actually entertaining and watching instead of, um, just scrolling all day. So that's kind of like what I do. And those have been the, the greatest impacts. So, I'd love to see that. I mean, I think social media, when it came on the scene, nobody knew what the effects of it would be. It was just like, oh, this new thing. And it's great. We're able to connect with people. But now we're seeing, almost 10 years later, Mm -hmm. we're seeing what the real effects Mm -hmm. of that has been. And I think it's hard to really totally blame social media because I'm I'm sure they started out with good intentions I mean why Mm. why wouldn't one that's a revolutionary concept let's connect people and to be fair they couldn't they I don't think anybody could have predicted it being what it is now to be fair because even like um Facebook was well MySpace was like the thing right back in the day in MySpace I don't think had this type of effect um Facebook didn't have it yeah, it was very underground. It was like if you had it, you had it. And you had to like find pages. And, you know, it was kind of like who you knew already in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe you meet some new friends in like a little group or whatever from my understanding. But um, it wasn't like it didn't have the impact that exists with something like a TikTok or um, a Twitter or Twitter or even I think the biggest one is Instagram. Instagram is yeah. wild. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. um I think also, too, MySpace was very alternative. It was very Mm -hmm. person-to-person if you knew about it or if you had a couple friends on there. And it was Mm -hmm. very associated with younger people and younger, you know, social scenes. Mm -hmm. The way social media works now, corporate owns social media and and uses social media and markets on social media. Like, it is the media. So I think the old old media was you know television and films and radio and you know billboards and newspapers and that kind of thing but now i mean you're not starting a business even a small business without being on instagram or yeah, you're not doing much without being on instagram i mean most people can vacation without instagram people can't have kids get married without instagram exactly uh, uh do there's a there's more of a population who is using that on an everyday basis. It has become a normalty um, versus those who don't use that on an everyday basis. Yep. And it's, In some it way really or has revolutionized the way people communicate with each other. Mm-hmm. And on, on a good note, to be fair, not all of the things about social media are bad. It definitely increases the um, popularity for businesses. Uh, marketing for businesses and a people they were never gonna reach before yeah yeah they're reaching a whole new population a whole market that they may have never suspected mm-hmm. and or a market that was not intended to be brought in mm-hmm. uh, and that helps people you know get the resources that they even need so yeah. you know i mean it has its benefits but boy oh boy does it have its um its drawbacks its drawbacks I think also, too, that it's, um, I mean, the thing about social media is we're sharing, we're sharing, mm-hmm. sharing, sharing. And there is, there's something to, back in the day, you know, your experience was your experience, your community was your community, and that's what you knew. And if you expanded beyond that community by stepping outside of it, you know, you did that. But it was these, it was sort of, insul- things were insular, I felt like, versus now, Things really aren't so insular. We're all like multi, like layered in connectedness, which I don't like. I said I don't know if that's a good thing or not. You know, I mean, I think it depends on who you're asking. Um, some people may want to be multi-layered. I think the problem comes when the multi-layering is not authentic to you. Yeah, um, and you're trying to be something that you may not be. That's when the problem comes. 
but it's okay like I think everybody is naturally multi-layered like you're gonna have certain things that you just simply like as a hobby and some things you want to do as a career certain things that you don't really care for that I may care for um and it's okay and that's okay and I think that is promoted um well no not always um I think that should be promoted however when it's in conflict of the things that you want so like say you know you see this is just something quick to compare to so this is just an example say you know you want to be in the art in the art world right Mm -hmm. so you do that by posting naked images of yourselves to get notoriety so that you can get to the place that you want to be you may not be okay with posting huh this feels like a personal day no, no, I'm not saying this is a person. I'm just saying this is something that I think most people can relate to because this is something that we see in masses on yeah. most social media platforms. So you do things that you don't want to do to be in the place that you want to be in. Mm-hmm. So you thus jeopardize your personal morals yeah. to get to a place that you want to be. So that is probably that may not be authentic to you unless you want to share that type of content. Um, and then that creates, a, I think, an internal divide between self and Mm -hmm. um you start that can start some mental issues and or blah 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 blah. it becomes a problem i think also too that um another side effect of social media is it's its own culture and i mean that in the sense that it does not it also sort of there's a way you conduct yourself on the internet versus in the real world Mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah and i think that was something that was probably never I mean you couldn't have foreseen that but like internet culture and that's why I want to make I always say internet culture internet culture is its own beast that has its own regulations its own you know way of operating so what are its some own like expectations examples? to me like okay so the whole idea that like I post certain things on Instagram that I would never post on LinkedIn mm-hmm. okay or like Facebook is you know for the family app or mm-hmm. tiktok is where i can be you know doing something strange for a piece of change you know what i mean like we mm. you know it has its own culture its own defined mm. like mm-hmm. boundaries mm-hmm. and the and also the anonymity of it too like i can post from a blank page and mm-hmm. say vile nasty things or i can say beautiful positive things and it allows it allows a hodgepodge of like kind of whatever to go mm-hmm as well as certain spaces are, you know, are designated for certain things. And there's a way of conducting yourself. Facts. Yeah, no, that's true. Versus in the real world, there's I mean, certain things that are more. shamed. There, or yeah. there, there are things you cannot do or, or that are socially unacceptable that are, mm-hmm. that you can get by with on, on, on the internet. Mm-hmm. You know? And yeah, I, under I, the guise of being anonymous. Under the guise of being anonymous. And that was something, I know, I hate to keep bringing up my, my film club but this is what that's why i wrote it because that's what the main character is struggling with there's a way she presents herself on the internet that becomes really entangled with her personal life Hmm. and it causes issues for her because she doesn't separate the two ever Hmm. so you know i think that you know being being sucked into social media culture depending on how far you go into it it's like we just don't know what the ramifications are you don't yeah, always know. You don't. Yeah, you don't know the price that you're paying. Yeah. Especially not initially. Yeah. yeah. So, and like I said, it dictates, social media has dictated its own culture. Very true. So, what? okay, I, I guess uh, out of the social medias that are out, what do you think has been the most um, influential in, in terms of, like, culture? Like overall, or for me personally, um, either, either one. Um, they're also blended now. I mean, because mm-hmm. there's a new app every two to three business weeks, so it's like we all we're all, now everyone just says social media, like it's like this mm-hmm. big monster on the internet, right? Yeah, facts. Um, but I would say when it first came out, Facebook was revolutionary. Okay, mm-hmm. I, and I think that was the first time people were like, I can talk to so and so in China. Mm-hmm. But you I know, think that one was more family oriented. So there was a more. But decorum. it didn't start out family oriented. It was like social group. It was friends. Yeah, but I feel like there was more decorum there. There was back then. Now, 
I hate to say it, but Facebook has been taken over by like the right, the radical like right, in my opinion. You think so? I, a lot of it has, in my opinion. I don't get on Facebook, so I don't know. But um, it's been sort of taken over. Well, not taken over, but sort of co-opted for uh-huh. purposes. And um, and it's just, Facebook has this very conservative feel to it. Um, mm-hmm. I think. Um, I can see that. And but I think when it first, like I said, when it first came out, it was like it shifted like a paradigm. It was like a paradigm shift. I mean. Mm-hmm. We could not only post about our own lives, we could comment on other people's lives. Mm-hmm. We could see photographs of them. They could see videos of us. We could join different groups that we had never, you know, been a part of before. Mm-hmm. We could know, you know, times to meet up. We could establish new relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, all of these things, right? Yeah. Um, but I will say the one that has been transformative for me or influenced me, I guess, the most which we should get into what an influencer is and how that is even a new concept. Mm-hmm. But um, the one that I have recently been influenced most by is TikTok. Hmm. Like when I think, oh, yeah, oh I need wild. some inspo for something or I want to see how somebody styles this or what it looks like or blah, blah, blah. I'm going straight to TikTok. It used to be Instagram, but now it's TikTok. And I just discovered Pinterest. Don't hate me. I know I'm late. I'm uber late to the Pinterest disgusting. thing. But Honestly, I just discovered Pinterest. Pinterest is amazing. I love And Pinterest is very calm. Like, it's very calm. Yeah, it is calm. It's because you can't it. really see comments and stuff. It's just photographs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there are a few comments. People just don't comment on there, though. Yeah, that's true. It's not this. Like, Pinterest is like, I just think Pinterest is like girls sharing information. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can see and, that. And it's not, you know, they we all know we don't come here and, and spread hate and be weird and mm-hmm. do all that stuff like some other apps. Yes, yeah. it's like you know be you sign normal. the waiver when you get on Pinterest. Yeah. <laughs> no, for real. Like Pinterest is like classy. You know, yeah. like it's we are all here. Can I mutually agree that we are here to be classy? Which I'm surprised that that has maintained for as long as Pinterest has been around. It has maintained that vibe. Facts. Yeah, you know, honestly, me too. Because how we have seen different platforms transition shift. into different things, um, Pinterest really hasn't gotten the. Um, it hasn't shifted. Hasn't shifted. Not yeah, yeah, yeah. It has been pretty consistent too. But I wonder if it's because of how they lay out their platform. Like it's more of like what you are personally interested in, yeah. um, versus just like random information. It's kind of like to me what Tumblr was. Um, because I don't feel like Tumblr ever had a shift. I don't know. T- Tumblr had a dark side, I think. Oh no, it definitely had a dark side. But I think Tumblr started out as a very alternative thing in the first. Yeah, place. I can see that. Yeah, it never was like it went from like light to dark. It was like yeah, but I feel dark. like Tumblr was not really made to communicate with people. Same thing as Pinterest is made for you to browse. That's it. And maybe that's yeah, why. maybe that's it because. Like Instagram was kind of a combo of both. It's made yeah, kinda, yeah. It's like a Pinterest and an Instagram. Yeah, I mean a Facebook. Excuse me. And then I think Tik TikTok to me, I I think TikTok came out as like a this is a video app. We're gonna share videos. Oh yeah, no, it's definitely kind of like a Vine. Yeah, yeah. And if you remember Vine, real ones remember Vine. Yeah, Vine was great. Vine was great. <laughs> I love Vine. Vine yeah, was so did I, and I hated it. They but, ever got rid of it. Me too. I was not to hold you, uh, not to hold you, but I was very reluctant, very reluctant to get TikTok. Um, Same. And the only reason why I get it was because I was working at night job and I needed to stay up. Um, but I was very reluctant because I saw how people were like, you know, we'd be like, "Did you see that TikTok? Did you guys see that TikTok? Did you see that TikTok? Did you see that?" And I'm like, "What the heck is going on with TikTok?" And I was, I was yeah. very adamant for a very long time. I am not getting TikTok because I don't want to be addicted like you guys are. I'm not getting a TikTok. Yeah. I end up getting one, and now I'm like one of the crackheads. For <laughs> <laughs> <Love> TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I like that's what I feel like. It's just like no, I, it, which to be fair, like this is before I started taking breaks. But now that I've been taking breaks, like I, you know, have dumbed that down. But it, it is very like the scroll on TikTok. Oh, that's is now, unlike any other wild. app. TikTok will TikTok will have you entrapped. It will have you entrapped. That is the most addictive. I don't know. Honestly, I, that's when I find the hardest to put down. Yeah, fa- yes. It's, I've never had an app be so like 
Miss and not only like not well. only do I have a hard time putting it down, I lose literal track of time. Like oh, absolutely. It is ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. It must like I said, it must be the crack. <laughs> TikTok it has crack. to be. Because it's you like know what, I what? Think it is. This is what I think I genuinely think it is. I think there's something different about watching, seeing an image and then watching something. You think so? But I think there's something intrinsically different about it. Because hmm. I'm only saying this as a filmmaker, not because I'm not saying this because But Instagram has videos too. But Instagram, I think the way Instagram works, and I think I think some of it is the coloring as well. TikTok is a black app. Black. Like the, the interface is black. Instagram mm. is white, which kind of alerts you. It's a brighter color. So I think when you're scrolling through TikTok and it's like, you know, this little simple little swipe motion, is mm. it almost blends and becomes like watching a film. Like, you know how you zone out in a movie theater mm-hmm. because it's like black and there's just that one light on the screen? Mm-hmm. I think that's what really pulls people in for TikTok. And that's just, mm. that's just me aesthetically thinking here. And versus Instagram is sort of choppy like it's like a and Instagram's not really in any kind of order either so hmm. it's like a a box and then there's a comment and like a then a box and a comment a box like and so it breaks it up mm-hmm. TikTok is very fluid and you get lost fair enough you know I I didn't I, I've heard people say this but I didn't really believe it but you, there's this um what if you ever watch your phone while you're on TikTok like say you have a camera and you watch and your camera has an infrared light or whatever. Mm-hmm. If you watch your phone while you're on TikTok, like while you're scrolling, there's like your phone like flashes like this red light at you, like legitimately. And the only reason why I know this is because one day I was away or whatever and I was watching the cameras to see my bunnies and Ricky was on the floor watching TV or whatever. And um, what I think she- bomb. Okay, listen, I was making sure they were good because I didn't realize Ricky was home. Anyways, so Ricky has her phone or whatever and um, – you can see the light flashing. Like, it's like a constant, like, you can't see it in the naked eye, but I could see it on the camera. And I was like, hmm, that's wow. weird. Like, like, only on TikTok? Um, only on TikTok. Well, that's the only time I've ever seen it. So. Yeah. I, some TikTok will suck you in. I'm telling you. It's like I'm a like freaking, other app. it's like I, a black I, hole. It really <laughs> that's is. That's what it I is. Think <laughs> it is. I think part of it is some of the coloring, but I think it's also because it's video and, we are mm-hmm. trained actually as like audience members to watch to watch videos for a, a longer p- point of time. You think so? I, I don't know because I'm not even a video person, and the way TikTok TikTok has a hold on my brain. Oh my gosh! I think it's. I mean, it's the same effect as like when you go into a movie theater and why they black it out. It's black and then this one light on the screen. Hmm. I don't know. I Anyways, I had to get off TikTok. I've also another thing that I've done to you to like help me stay off social media is I've um, you know how like at the end of your phone, like if you have all those screens or whatever, you go to the very end. There's like a list of all your apps, your like app library or whatever. Yeah, I no longer have TikTok and Instagram, the ones that I'm like heavily like I would heavily be on, and the ones yeah. that would distract me the most on my home screen. So it's like as if I don't even have it there. Like I have to go the extra mile to go and find it. Um, and so like by then I'm like thinking like it's not even worth it I'm gonna be in here for an hour and I don't have time for that so it, it pretty much um, makes me have to work harder to get there and then I end up not doing it or I find something else to like browse on yeah so that's been helpful too yeah I hear that I mean yeah I think I think finding ways to make sure you physically limit your time mm-hmm. like is key is good mm-hmm. you know I something that actually has helped me with TikTok is I switched over. I have my um, my account that I was doing for clout, which had all my like more social conscious heavy material on it on my for you page. Hmm. But then once I switched over to my makeup account and it's just makeup videos, I'm on there a whole heck of a lot less. Mm-hmm. And I yeah, and I find it much more relaxing because I'm just watching people like do their eyeliner mm-hmm. or like talk about this eyebrow gel. It's like very mm-hmm. I hate to say it, but almost the more vain, super I don't want to say call it superficial because makeup's not superficial, but the more the less heavy topics didn't they they did I didn't realize it was bogging me down in some ways. Facts. It was getting heavy. And I and it makes me realize like I'm thinking about it now because I, you know, I walk in the world as a very like social conscious, heavy blah 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 person. And I'm like this is heavy to this can be heavy to people. 
like some people can see that as being heavy and um and I know why some people just like don't think about anything and zone out and watch tv or whatever you know Mm. like I get it because it's like a mental break actually I know it is or it can be it can be I'm not saying I don't think you should be walking around totally and like you know oblivious to everything I'm just saying like I get the breaks in it now now that I'm on a like lighter side of TikTok you know Mm-mm-mm. so yeah, yeah no social media it. is wild like and no one could have prepared us for this <laughs> no I don't think so. no truly I mean there's something positive about it oh, like, absolutely yeah you know I'm not gonna hold you if it was not for social media I would not I would not be able to to make artwork and I'm, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that just because my art some of my artwork is about social media so like social media provides the material in, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways but it's also how I've been able to connect with the actors. It's how I'm able Facts. to promote things. It's how I've, I've been able to connect with people for locations. It's how I've been able to, like, I would not have been able to make films or make really even, even the writing groups and stuff that I go to if it were not for somebody creating a social media outlet. Oh, I would have had to find another brick and mortar route to do it. Social yeah. media has made that infinitely easier. Facts, that's true. You know. That's relatable. And so, and that's, I'm not going to hold you like, that's why I have such a complex relationship with it. Cause it's like, there's a direct benefit. Mm-hmm. Um, and even networking things, it's very, you know, when I go to networking events or when I meet somebody new or whatever, the first thing they do is what's your Instagram or Facts, yeah. what's your this. And it's like, it's so easy to be like, well, all my work is here and they can just see it immediately and be like, oh, okay, well I'll think about Facts. you for X, Y, like that. That's how stuff really happens. Like real talk, hmm. real life. So it's not, uh, you know, I can't say that it hasn't been beneficial for me. It has. True, 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 true. You know, and I yeah, see, I don't use social media like, the same way. So that's that maybe why I don't, I don't, I see it more like as a con because I don't, I don't, I don't use it for the same reason. I don't really need to use it for the same reason. So it's just for like my own personal, you know scrolling the pleasures i guess yeah and so um which ends up being more of a distraction versus you're using it more in the world of like it can be work oriented oh yeah it's definitely but i didn't i didn't start using social media more seriously until about college like a little bit into college and yeah but i think it until college it wasn't what it was now yeah and that's that's true too but i was using but when i started using it again in college it was because I was sharing artwork or I was mm. meeting people. And I, I came to it because before then I really wasn't on it like that. And I didn't even really have Instagram. Like, so Facts, yeah. Way throwback. But then I started heavily using it because I was like, oh, this is how I can connect with people and get my work out there. Mm-hmm. And it's been, I would say for me, it's been more beneficial than not. Besides, I got to check myself every once in a while to be like, okay, you're consuming too much. Facts, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Which that threshold of too much, <laughs> whoa! Yeah. Who knew that threshold varied? <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I, yeah, I don't know, but we do have different perspectives on it. And I think if I wasn't doing something, which is you know, artwork is entrepreneurial. If I wasn't doing something sort of entrepreneurial, I wouldn't. I would have the same outlook. I think as Caitlin, like mm-hmm. I wouldn't. It would just be scrollings, kind of looking at other people and other things, but. I think when you take the reins of social media and say, hey, this is for me, or I'm using it for this direct purpose, like, okay, now it's it's got a purpose. Yeah, that's true. A yeah, I think purpose. if it has a purpose for you, then it's, you know, if you're using it for some purpose. Now, is it easy to get distracted, even if you have a purpose? Absolutely. Is it easy to still have, you know, the constant comparing or the constant, um, yeah, I think, downfalls of social media, sure. I, and to be fair, I think that's part of, and I don't want to, don't hate me it's for like this. I think this. I was going to say, I think it's part of the in, inevitable of the, the nature of what it is. Yeah. Um, if you see somebody doing something that you want to do and you want to be that, you're going to compare. So mm-hmm. that's like part of the, like you said, the trade-off. Um, well, it's gotten bigger now. I mean, even yeah. from when I started posting five, six years ago in college or like six or seven years ago in college, I wasn't, I, it was less comparis, comparison then. Yeah, yeah. Because not every 
major celeb was on there talking to you directly or major Facts. you know filmmaker or whatever was talking to you directly it was like people were just still trying to get footing on it and now people really are using it consistently as part of their marketing you know scheme Facts. so yeah. it makes it it makes it feel like oh especially if you're like you know a new artist it makes it feel like wow they've they've just stepped into this or they've gotten something that i've have not had access to or whatever mm-hmm. and it makes you feel like you're not doing enough when it's like well actually you're probably going the legitimate route number one and you're probably also <laughs> not saying that they're not legitimate but like you know that we don't see what the steps that it took for them to get there because there wasn't social media when a lot of them got there mm-hmm. it wasn't you know yeah that's true so um yeah i just now i i have to check myself a little bit more to say you know what you're exactly where you need to be facts period you know mm-hmm. i agree yeah no I, it's very hard i think social media makes it difficult to find contentment in your own life because you're constantly just seeing somebody else's life and it looks great you know and not saying that we know what they have gone through to have whatever they've had yeah. um or maybe not have right mm-hmm. or the things that they've sacrificed to have those things it just shows you the the packaged in product that's it mm-hmm. so you're comparing yourself to the end of their journey not the entire journey um which can make you want excuse something your perspective yeah excuse your perspective and excuse the work that they had to put in and think you don't have to work yeah. which is the the downfall of that because it, it doesn't really give you the full picture it gives you a, a part of a story mm-hmm. so um Social media is very, 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 very tricky. Yeah, most <laughs> very definitely. tricky. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, I have a question. So, obviously, this is very hypothetical because I don't know if this is going to happen. But um, say you have a child, right? And the kid's mm-hmm. like, hey, mom, I want social media. What age would you say your child can have social media? Mm, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe in sheltering children, you know, because I think sheltering just creates other issues down the mm-hmm. line. Fair enough. Um, so I say limited access at around 13, 14. Okay. And then obviously by the time they're 18, I can't tell them shit. So, you know, you, I'm hoping that you have learned responsibility till the, up, up to that point, mm-hmm. you know, and that you are handling the social media apps responsibly but i don't believe in that whole restrict children i think you teach you give children limited access so that they learn Mm -hmm. and they process into things i think totally restricting and just trying to like remove it will either a push them further towards it or if they when they do eventually get the opportunity to go into it they don't have the tools and experience to handle it properly Hmm. okay yeah i can see that yeah, because social media is something you need to learn how to, at this point, is not leaving. So, like, you need to learn how to handle it properly. Hmm. That's what I think. Hmm. Okay, that's a valid point, actually. Yeah, that's a valid point. Okay. Yeah, what about hmm. you? I think I would, I think no social media anytime before, um, I think anytime before, so I agree with you because I I don't want to say like no social media because I think that's if you are not providing it in some way or context somebody else is. somybody else is and, and you I, I feel like as a parent me. you would rather be the one providing it right so I think what I would do is wait for my kid to um, bring it up to me and be like hey I'm interested in this and or like me um, talking to my kid having open communication and if they are just like seeing what they're into what they're seeing at school what they're learning at school and then we can have the social media talk when they are ready um in an age-appropriate way right mm-hmm. because if i'm not providing it like you said if i am not providing it in in some way or form somebody else is right exactly. um but i think what you said was key is teaching them how to manage it if you're going to be on social media, that's fine, but you need to make sure that maybe your other responsibilities are taken care of. So maybe 
you know, you're cleaning your room, then you can have access to social media. Um, and I will be monitoring your social media. Um, not even just me monitoring. We'll be monitoring what you're doing together. We can go through it together because I think there is a such thing as maintaining um, a level of, like, privacy in a way, respecting said privacy. I don't want to be to the point where it's, like, invasive. I want it to be, like, an open dialogue type of situation. So, um, you know, having... Um, if it's not me, a person that they can confide in to talk to about what they are experiencing on social media. I think also too, they also need to be aware of predatory people in general. Yeah. And so that also comes into mind because people are, um, predatory people may be looking for people on Instagram. I don't know. I've never had an experience like that, but I can't imagine that Instagram, um, has been skipped over by predators. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I, I can't see that. It's so, a Twitter, uh, not Instagram. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, and that's for any social media. I think TikTok would make me very hesitant um, as a whole because TikTok is more... Uh, it's more of the wild wild west yeah. <laughs> um you you are There's a, you know what tiktok what i realized about tiktok is they sold it as this app for teenagers but there's a lot of adults a lot oh, of older adults actually i see them. more older adults than i do yeah. see young people yeah, and the same. adults who is i'm sorry who unfortunately in my opinion f it up mm, I'm not gonna i see that yeah yeah because yeah. when i yeah. see little kids on there they do the little makeup videos or maybe a little TikTok dance and it's innocent, cute, fun. The adults is, is the ones on there in the comments making all kinds of wild Your remarks, comments. saying yeah. all kinds of crazy stuff. I'm like, it's the adults that effed up this app. Uh, the kids I, I were just having that. fun. They were on the that. playground. Yeah, but the thing is, the kids are learning from the adults. So it could be the kids too, you know? So I, I, mean, I don't know. Could be, I'm not saying that the kids don't do certain things, but I feel like it's a lot... A child usually, if they're acting, they're acting a little bit out of their own. They're coming from a child's place, or at least an undeveloped place, for the most part. Not, not. Yeah, always. I think it's a level more, a uh, level of innocence, typically, versus uh, the adults. They are a little bit more, not even a little bit more. They are typically cognizant of what's going on. Yeah, and so a lot of them are intentionally trolling and just doing all, saying all kinds of wild yeah. stuff that's true yeah no and that, that i'll never understand like that is one thing i cannot get with why are you trolling on someone that you do not know do you have no stake in knowing um on their stuff like i i like i i the only time i'll ever comment on a video if it's just like something that's very like this hit very hard for me and i'm like but it's only in like positivity or in an education yeah. Um, I can like count on my hands how many things I have commented on. Like I'm telling you, it's a total of five over the years oh, yeah, that I've been using social media. Um, I feel and so when I comment on things that aren't like saying like, oh, or I commented one time on somebody's like feminist video on uh, TikTok and I was like, oh, I kind of delete it. Even though I said something like totally positive and uplifting. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, even Facts. I just mean commenting. I don't know for like real. Like I, like, I don't want to be associated with that. <laughs> you know, like I don't it's even. So controversial. Yeah. So if it, like I said, if it's nothing positive or like education based, like most well, of the time if I'm commenting friend. on something, it's like, or like a friend, somebody close that I know, um, I'll comment on Courtney stuff all the time. But like, if it's like somebody I do not know, I'm only commenting. Like one time I commented on something, this person had just got a bunny and they were like, what do we do? And I was like, just make sure you get him fixed because it, he may cause issue. They had other animals in the house. And I was like, it may cause issues or whatever. And I just kind of told them my experience. Okay. There's that. And then the other one, um, this lady, she was, um, she was going back and forth with her, like her child's father or whatever. Um, and so about custody and I was, I just kind of like hearted it because I was just like, good for her for fighting for her child. Um, and her child, obviously will see social media someday and she her, well, was a boy, but her child will, you know, know based off her social media that she really did try to fight for him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I just like hearted that cause that hit home for me. Um, but it wasn't like, you know, like, it wasn't nothing crazy and anything else has been like a little heart a little emoji and that's probably the best you're gonna get out of me like i'm not about to be on here reading you for feels like i i'm not that invested like Like, i'm just here to watch watch. honestly when you even when you made that comment you're sitting there like how does someone leave a bad comment because you have so much time to sit there and really think about what you're saying why you're saying it Mm -hmm. how to say it and you really just felt that move fast and then it'll be like like if you have a differing opinion you can just be respectfully disagree hey i don't agree have you ever thought about this perspective blah 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 blah. um instead of like being demeaning to this person like it's just like 
why there's something more wrong with you um by spewing out this hate like come on just just move on with your life just move on like if you don't want to watch it just scroll like that's the beauty of tiktok that's the beauty of instagram that's the beauty of pinterest that's the beauty of facebook scroll i think actually you come into a good point here which is the internet or social media not just the internet social media has shown the really nasty parts of humanity oh like baby. really yes. disgusting just vile human beings <laughs> some people are vile <laughs> to tell you the truth you know and i think we all had like we all before social media just assumed it was like the dark man in the alley yeah and now it's like there's a lot of alleys no yeah i will i do agree with that i think social media has exposed the dark side of the the dark world of the earth uh, or of america for people or people's mentalities people who like Mm -hmm. ostensibly seem kind and like Mm -hmm. whatever now it's like it's almost like um you ever seen the crucible where it's like they suspect their neighbors Mm -hmm. they suspect like or it's like who among us is this person that we don't know who really is harboring these problematic thoughts you know mm-hmm. yeah no I, I mean i definitely agree because and the thing is like they typically they do that because they're able to hide under you know the, the cloak screen. of yeah. of uh of um being anonymous yeah. but i i think that um yeah, that's traceable baby so you better be yeah. careful that's traceable. yeah definitely and it's allowed people you know it it's allowed people to stalk yep it's allowed people uh, access to others, glimpses of others' lives that they would not normally have access to. Mm-hmm. Um, predatory things. Um, predatory. Yeah, I've seen a allowed. huge thing with like people no longer posting their children on there for yeah, various uh, predatory too. things. And it's like, what? TikTok? Like, I, I just never thought to do that on of... there for TikTok. I mean, obviously I'm not predatory, but it's just like, what? Like, Yeah. That's wild. It's like anything that can be used for good is also used for oh yeah for the bad for bad and mm-hmm. like I think we just the internet has exposed how bad bad can get and it's like in our yeah. faces very clearly. Facts, yeah, the thing is, it's always been in our face. We just didn't acknowledge it. Yeah, so. I, well, I think we had to like I mean, because back in the day, if you heard about something vile happening, it was on Dateline mm. or and that was you know those are highly produce television shows and they choose what they tell people right mm-hmm. now the people are telling on themselves yeah <laughs> and we're realizing that it's not dateline was just scratching the surface yeah dateline was <laughs> was light work yeah so, not necessarily yeah. light work but it, it was only showing a particular crowd yeah, now it's they wanted to show what they thought was interesting enough what they could afford to do whatever right yeah, yeah. now we're seeing like so-and-so from the next town over is mm-hmm. say, doing some We're vile stuff. Uncle John. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like family members are being torn apart. Mm-hmm. You know, like all sorts of things are happening and it's because of the way we're able to connect now in a way that we hadn't before. And the culture mm-hmm. surrounding it. People feel like they can get on the internet and say whatever. Yep. Which is like who thought, who would have thought that the internet would have become that? Seriously. It's emboldened people in a very and sometimes a good way because we have good people speaking out like the cassie diddy situation but then we have the dark side of it mm-hmm. you know yeah there's two sides of every story for sure so yeah no social media has been wild oh i do want to before we wrap up is hit on the sure. instrumental music so what do you think has been the impact of instrumental music oh yeah um like i said i think it just it allows my thoughts to come through which might mm-hmm. just be a selfish thing but like it really it provides a really nice i hate to say it kind of background track for like my when i need to just really create my own stuff or need to think about something mm-hmm. deeply and not be influenced by any other words or whatever instrumental is phenomenal for that fair okay and yeah, i said I would before i can't that. like i can't even as much as i love sammy i can't even listen to her because she's like really singing and there's mm-hmm. like lyrics and i yeah. just like can't do it <laughs> it's because I'm listening to you. I'm thinking about what you're saying, how you're saying it, and I'm I'm thinking about the song, which is great mm. that people can interpret song that way, but it just distracts me. Facts. No, I feel that. No, I agree. I think um, I would venture to say the same thing, but more of a context of mine, probably even more selfish. Uh, it allows yeah. me to just to think for myself. It allows me to um, 
to almost like reason with myself. It allows me to promote thought, but in a way that is not pre, almost uh, subconsciously premeditated by what I'm listening to. Mm-hmm. So, and the the reason why I um, I wouldn't say that like. I listen to more music that's probably on the sadder side of things because I like that it's relaxing and calm and very emotion filled, but then you become that right. Or you can become that if you let it. And so it would, I think it was important. Obviously I was in the space to listen to that type of music, but um, getting out of the space of listening to that and listening to things that are probably a little bit more happier, a little bit more positive, um, which is why I specifically listen to, um, I specifically listen to the Hermanoso Gutierrez brothers because their music is a lot more fun and like poppy, if you will, um, Latin, Latin based. Um, it's not like your typical jazz. That's more like soothing, slow, almost closer to a sad blues. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so those, that particular, this is just one group that listen to. There's a bunch of them, but, um, it's more like a beat, more like let's have fun, more motivating, more um, it like makes you want to think, it makes you want to do stuff. So yeah, it's that has been a major change in um, my personal like mental health, if you will, mm-hmm. um, making that conscious decision and also cutting out on social media. And what I'll do instead of listening or watching social media, I'll go listen to them um, on YouTube or whatever platform doesn't matter and that has been uh extremely 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 helpful mm-hmm. it like melts out your spirit a little bit yeah it does yeah while you also are able to like think for yourself it's it's very i challenge everybody who listened to this episode to do this challenge do 30 days no social media um and listening to music with no lyrics no lyrics and you can do them at the same time i guess it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. uh, but 30 days do 30 days of that and we want to know the difference that you feel. It also gives the artists who do instrumental music a little more play. Yeah, that too. I feel like we we like hyper fixate on on artists who only sing or lyrics, mm. but yeah, vocals, I can see that. You know, yeah, that's so, fair. Yeah, I mean, I I've I don't know. I've been singing. I've been preaching that song since you know high school. But I'm glad you're on the train now. <laughs> better late than now <laughs> for sure it's very it's very you just get to a point you're like i can't do it anymore no for real yeah which like back in the day like in i think it was in was I in college i um i purposely stopped listening to rap mm-hmm. um kind of for the same sentiment of just kind of like you know you you become what you listen to almost yeah. and i didn't want to i made the conscious decision to stop listening to that right Mm-hmm. Um, and so the same thing with, with music that has lyrics and not all music, there's some people that I still listen to with like lyrics and things like that. Um, but typically it's a specific style. So like, like I listen to like a Cleo soul, um, like a Fantasia, Anita Baker, things like that. Yeah, I started um, listening to Fantasia. Oh, great. Amazing lover. Yeah. Um, but like things that are, that are like that, that are, or, um, I listen to Jasmine Sullivan too. She's a good one. Yeah. Uh, more like uplifting things. Um, even if it's on the sadder end of things, the other music has kind of, like as a playlist of the other music with Fantasia, for example, or Jasmine or whoever else. So it kind of, keep, it can keep you up. It can keep you up. Yeah, Versus sure. listening to, I really love this artist. His name's Teeks. He's he's a more sad artist. Yeah. Um, and so he will have you in your feelings crying. Like, seriously. <laughs> That's why I can't, I can't, I hate to say this. I'm just going to be a flag. I can't do Billie Eilish. can't do it. Oh, I love Billy. I love too sad for me. I'm like, really, I'm I love in the Billy. Dumps. I don't need to <laughs> get further. In I'm the dumps. already in the dumps. <laughs> no, I love Billy. Like, I love that. Like, because I'm not like. Don't be wrong. I'm a, I think I am a very emotional. Person. I just don't like to show it. So those, some of those songs help me like get there, which I know that's probably not good. But music, um, I've like really discovered that music is really. Uh, transformative in some ways like oh yeah it really has the power to shift emotion Mm -hmm. and like I I use music all the time when I'm making videos right like I do all the time and so I know that but then I like when I really listen to it myself it's like I I see that 
emotional shift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, and that's why I'm, that that's exactly my point. Like, there is a shift, whether you want to acknowledge or not. Uh, and the the reason I knew that there was a shift is me and Ricky were talking one day, and I was like, when you think of rap music, like, what do you, what does that make you want to do? And she was like, it just makes me want to like. I think she said dance. I was like, it just makes me want to like. Um, I was like, it makes me like. It makes me think of like fighting or something, like something yeah. violent. And I, and I was like, yeah. And she was like, wow, that the impact of, of that then. And I'm like, I know, like, that's not For good. <laughs> you no, know? It really will change so, you. Like, mm. I was listening to the City Girls the other day, you know, because I love music. <laughs> not Carisha. <laughs> I love JT. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Courtney's a JT girly. I'm a JT fan. I don't care. I like JT. JT is cool. I love JT. But, um, yeah, I was listening to JT. I can see Karisha because Karisha is a little bit more like she tries to be classy, right? JT is not even that. Well, JT, <laughs> JT is not like, JT. Yeah, I have another theory on that. I think JT is classy. No, I think she is. I'm just saying JT is JT. Like you get what you get. Like oh yeah, if she wants to be ratchet. She's going to be ratchet. I love it because she's authentic. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's fair. And she's authentic Miami, and you know that's what the girls are down there. So hey, okay. <laughs> that's what the girls are down there. <laughs> they are. <laughs> <laughs> well, go get the girls ready to, to tussle. Hey, I'm I'm all about it. Now, would JT and I probably be BFF? Probably not. I can see it, honestly. But JT seems yeah. like a nerd, to be honest. That's why, and she's also like slightly alternative as well. So I'm like, yeah. I guess JT and I were like, we probably would get along in ways that people don't expect. I can see it. I could honestly see it. Like. For real. If I had to choose a celebrity that I think you really would do well with, it probably would be like a JG. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> is she going to test your patience? Yeah. Oh, yeah. She definitely probably will. I mean, because she definitely, she gives me, I still like the nightlife scene thing. And I'd be like, girl, go ahead. Cause I don't even think so. I think she's like, she just looks like, you know how like, because I, I think this is the, the sad part about it is we put JT in a box because of the way she looks and appears and where she's from. Um, yeah. But I really think she's a homebody. I think she's a homebody. I think she would rather probably be home, not do all that night stuff. Like now, Carisha, she, I think she's staying in the street. <laughs> But JT, I feel like JT's like, if it's not for me making money, I probably, she's probably at home watching a movie, honestly. Really? I think yeah. I actually watched her interview and she was like, I like to stay home um, more than I like to go out. And I was like, yeah, I can see that. I really could. Hmm. She's just too, she's just too to herself. Like, I, I don't, I don't see her being. Yeah, you know what? Maybe that's why I like JT. I vibe with people who are like really to themselves and do mm-hmm. not cause issues. Yeah, well, unless you cause an issue with her. Well, she cause, yeah, no, I <laughs> she mean, she definitely, she seems like she'll like, she'll get you together if she has to, but she's not, it's not because JT started it. Typically, yeah. Probably. That's what I would feel like from her. Yeah. I, yeah, I can see that. She's definitely, she's like a finisher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and she seems also like she's not the type to be like, to have any sort of prejudice and stuff, so I love that. Yeah, yeah, she, I mean, she's very open, you know, she, as long as you don't do nothing crazy. Exactly, so... Anyways, what was I saying about JT? Mm. Oh, I was listening to the City Girls. When mm. I listen to them, it does make me feel, I'm like, I just feel like a bad bee. Like, I can take on the world. Like, come at me, you know? Or he doesn't need that, honestly. <laughs> I'm gonna, like, uh, do play with that. me. Uh, I'm gonna. Beat you up, got it. Yeah. So, hey, that hypes you up. Huh. But then I was listening to, I listened to My Funny Valentine by Carmen McRae, which she's a jazz singer from back in the day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm in my car about to cry. See? I don't have a funny Valentine and I don't want that. <laughs> but I'm over here like, about to really cry because of the way she emotes. No, for real. Song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, no, agreed. You and you should not listen to Teeks. Teeks is really good at that too. Like I think Billy is pretty good at that. Like she has that voice that's like it's like it can be so soft, it's soft and it's sad. sad girl. It's like soft, sad. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I can't And she can, time. but she also can be a little bit more edgy too. There's some other songs that are really, really good of hers, but like Future, I really like that song. My Future. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I don't doubt anybody's talent. I, just because I'm commenting on whether I listen to them or not doesn't mean I yeah, doubt so their talent. <laughs> I'm just saying, I can't, like, I think you're, sometimes you're doing it well, really well. Mm. And it gets to me, and I'm just not in that space. You're doing too well, basically. <laughs> you're doing too so well. Good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're doing so good. You know, I feel that sometimes I can't even listen to Anita Blaker. Like, and that my favorite yeah. song is um, by her is um, I apologize or apologize. Yeah. Great song, right? But 
I'll be, you know, hard, fast on, I'm not apologizing on what I, I don't even have to have a problem. I'm not apologizing. And listen to that. I'm not apologizing. <laughs> you know, like, oh, I, didn't need to. I know for real, like, I'm so sorry, boo. You know, maybe talking to the, to the wall, you know, but yeah. I apologize. So, yeah, you have, I do think being mindful of what you're listening to because it can become something bigger than what you like and buy it. Yeah. Yeah, I sure. think about whenever I, I like listen to like grown and sexy music, like Luther Vandross. The grown and sexy Ooh. music. Okay. Who even uses that verbiage anymore? <laughs> jams. Okay. Ooh, who uses the grown and sexy music? Because you know, on the radio stations at night, they'd be like, "This is W K N O Z, grown and sexy." But it's like the grown and sexy quiet storm slow jam. You know what I'm talking about? No, I don't remember because Anyways. my mom used to have that rolling. <laughs> Roll, yeah, for real. <laughs> so whenever I listen to that, it does. I'm like, I start to feel like an auntie. I'm like, I feel like I have. You know, I've got like a solid 401k. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> I'm on my third glass of like Cabernet uh-huh. or Pinot Noir or something. Uh-huh. And, um, uh-huh. I just told my nieces and nephews to sit down. Or they're not getting a Christmas present. <laughs> not a sit down. <laughs> I just feel like, this just makes me. I I just feel middle aged. Okay. No, for real. I and I feel that. like I'm like together. I've learned a couple things. Mm-hmm. Okay. I've I experienced know some I got, things. Right. I got years on my belt. Yes. Exactly. I'm in a good place. You know. That's wild. Um yeah, so I that music too. It's just it's like whatever the vibes are is like I'm imbibing it, you know. No, for real. It becomes me. So um be mindful of the music, you know? Yeah. Seriously. You will become it. Or you can. You can become it. Anyway, guys, we do advise you to do like a 30 day challenge where you're doing no social media and yes. listening to maybe music that has no lyrics or minimal lyrics and see the impact that it has on even you. So uh, we want to know your experience. If you do decide to do it, share those in the comments and we look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. Bye, everybody. Bye.